0: I am your host, as always, Mac Geek himself, Jacob Hugley. And I am super excited to be bringing you guys this episode. Um, it was kind of a, you know, put together last minute. Um, you know, it came from a uh, announcement on Twitter the other day from Flow and Flow Grappling that uh, a new match had been added to the Who's Number One card for Flow Grappling. Um, and, you know, as you guys probably already know, Tony Ramos was added to that card it I man seeing it it was it was really exciting to see that we're now having wrestlers kind of transitioned over into these grappling events and um, I'm really excited to watch Tony throw down man so Tony's opponent is going to be Nikki Ryan who is uh, you know one of the top guys over there in nogi jiu-jitsu right now and so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, and it's kind of a cool situation where Tony's going into it as as obviously the underdog and kind of taking on one of the top guys, and um, he really has nothing to lose, man. He goes in and, and beats this guy and, um, you know, shocks the world and, and breaks their minds over there, and, um, you know, if it doesn't go his way, then, you know, it just doesn't, and he hasn't been in this game for too long, so I'm super excited to watch this one, um, and I'm even more excited to talk to Tony about it. He has a lot of cool stuff going on in his life. Um, obviously, we know that he's a coach at UNC. Uh, he recently had a secret baby. Um, if you don't know, he just had a, a daughter uh, the other day and uh, he he talks a little bit about it on the show, so I won't get too much into it. But um, it's it's pretty cool to hear all the stuff that's going on in his life. He's such a great dude. I was a big fan when he was at Iowa um, and it's it's really cool to be able to talk to him now and Um, to see just how much of a great duty is man so uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear this one so without further ado here's Mr. Tony Ramos Um, man I I'm really excited to get a chance to talk to you you got a bunch of stuff coming up and I'm I got all kinds of questions about all of it Uh, so first things first and I had no idea until yesterday that you guys posted on social media uh, how's the new daughter
1: He's awesome. Um, we didn't tell really anyone. Uh, I think I told the guys on the team the day before I went into the hospital. So obviously with COVID and not getting around too much, you, we just decided, you know, we'll keep it to ourselves and uh, kind of go from there. So that's that's how that kind of happened.
0: Oh, that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I felt bad because like I texted you and I was like hey you got time to jump on tomorrow and it was Sunday and I just without thinking it was Sunday and yeah. then you're like oh no we could do Monday and then like a couple hours later or something I see the post and I'm like wow I like this man's got a lot of stuff going on in his life <laughs> and I'm asking to, to come hang out with me for a few minutes um, but yeah man that's awesome so that's crazy you know I guess we've been in quarantine for what like Six months now or something so probably about
1: i I think five and a half six months
0: that's wild thinking that that nobody really knew but i mean thinking back i mean you probably didn't leave the house so
1: no and any pictures we really put up it was either me and the kids or my wife was kind of like hidden in the background behind them
0: yeah so that was it was purpose uh purposeful that you did it that way yeah That's, that's awesome um that's really cool but anyways i mean you got all kinds of stuff Right, you got the new baby, you got a new match coming up, you got a bunch of stuff going on at UNC. Um, how is well first of all, I'm I'm not gonna skip over this. How's your wife doing?
1: They're doing good what they're doing really good. Baby's good, wife's good. Um, you know, we came home pretty fast. We we're only there for I think a day and a half, so it's
0: been good. That's awesome. Um, cool. Well, we'll get a little bit into all the other stuff you guys got going on. And uh first thing I kind of wanna hit on before we get more into to your match is uh, with UNC. So we just saw that Jamil Kelly is now going to be coming over there, helping coaching with you guys. Um, what more can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, so, you know, he uh, was at Arizona State last year. Arizona State, I think, kind of reshuffled around their staff, uh, made some new hires, and we had an opening from the previous year. So last year we never really hired an official assistant. We just kind of transitioned some of the people that we had here around in the positions. Um, in the plans of, you know, once once the season was over, we were going to kind of make a full-time hire. Um, obviously, with COVID happening, it's really drastically changed everything around and what everyone's plans probably have been from the beginning. Um, but we knew we still needed to get someone else on staff with us to come over here and kind of help out with some of the work. Um, Coleman has a really good relationship with Jamil and... He was around Coleman, you know, when he was making his run for the bronze medal and Jamil was part of, I think those four teams at Oklahoma state that won 14 titles in a row. Um, so he's got a lot of knowledge. He's, you know, helped on multiple cadet world teams. He has coached, like I said, in Arizona state, Stanford, North Carolina state, a um, little bit older than us. So he's got some, some of the uh, veteran status, I guess I could say when it comes to the coaching ranks, um, so it's, it's been good. He's, he's here now, him and his family are down here and we're hitting the ground running.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, obviously I've talked to you several times, you know, I live in Chapel Hill, so I'm you know, a big Carolina fan. I'm excited for the season. Um, I saw, I mean, just thinking about the, the coaching staff you guys have over there is, is awesome. I mean, obviously, you know, yourself, uh, NCAA champ you know, two-time finalist, you know, world teams, all that kind of stuff. And then we've got, you know, Coleman and, and, Jamil Kelly, Olympic medalist, Olympic medalist. and Cheo, uh, uh, obviously, two-time national champ, been around on the senior circuit for a long time. Um, I thought an interesting thing was, you know, I was looking through some pictures and stuff uh, over on uh, Tony Rotundo's website, and uh, you guys have all wrestled each other on, in senior level of competition. I thought that was wild. I mean, I knew it, but how is it coaching with guys that you used to, you know, compete with?
1: Oh, it's pretty easy. In you know, really, the only one I've wrestled with um, that's like on staff is Coleman uh, Jordan. Now he just transitioned to full time RTC to focus on uh, the trials and everything. We still have Gary as the volunteer, Gary Wayne, uh, and then Jamil now is the other assistant. So it, it's easy. You, competitions, competition, then you got to put all that to the side. Uh, for the betterment of the team and for, you know, the group and the in- individuals that are part of your program.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sure. I thought it was fun because I was just looking back, seeing obviously, you know, you wrestled J.O. in college, you wrestled Coleman on the circuit. Uh, it was pretty cool, cool dynamic. And another thing I saw was, you know, right after that news came out about Jamil, uh J.O. like quote tweeted it. And it was, I think, Billy Madison or something when he caught the dodgeball and was like, y'all are in trouble now.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So I was, uh, yeah, getting excited, man. That's a, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch that unfold. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll get right into it. And, you know, the, the big thing I wanted to talk to you about obviously was um, your match coming up. So, I mean, this, like, this came out, what, a, a couple of days ago, you know, flow, flow grappling and all of them posted it. Um, there's the who's number one card coming up with all, you know, the big time grappling names. Uh, I think Gordon Ryan's headlining. Um, but then they they released your match. And so you're gonna be on the card grappling uh with Nikki Ryan, So yep. how did this come to be?
1: So it kind of started out, uh I think Flow after their first it was either right after their first event, I wanna say, was you know how all these wrestlers were reaching out about um you know matches except whatnot and I think I just maybe responded back like hey I'm not wrestling anymore but I'll take a grappling match um just a little bit I wouldn't say it's easier training it's not as demanding on the body so it's something where you can get back in shape roll around have some fun learn new new type of style um and then when I when I sent that out there there was like well who and I I really didn't know anyone so I was just kind of asking people around like you know what would be a good matchup and someone had said, oh, you should, you know, match up with Nicky Ryan. And I think at the time that's when they thought he was still a little guy. <laughs> so so I said, I, I told Pyle, I was like, why don't you set me up with Nicky Ryan? And, you know, they started coming back. And then by the time they came back and details started getting, you know, pretty real, um, it was when they like, like, yeah, he's grown a little bit. And I was like, whatever, who cares about the weight? It's just we're going out there, have, you know, put on a show, have fun, kind of show the crossover between wrestling and grappling exposure. Um, it's, it's, it's for me. Yeah. It's a competition. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be prepared, but at the same time, I know I'm going into, as a lot of people would say, uncharted waters, uh, especially with the rule set that we decided on, you know, submission only. You go and look right now, there's people all over saying, oh, there's zero chance. He's, he's already handicapped himself by the rules. Um, But my whole life's been like that, where people tell me, yeah, there's little chance, little chance. And I'm gonna prepare the right way. I'm gonna get ready. I'm gonna make sure I know what's going on. And I I don't think people know that I do have some some background and some knowledge in this sport already.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I thought that was really cool that you guys went in. I don't know, I'm getting feedback. Can can you still you still hear me? Yep. Cool. Um I thought it was really cool that you know You chose to do the submission-only rule set. Oh, that was awesome (laughs) because, you know, a lot of these matches we've had recently, you know, have like Freestyle Greco and they'll do these crazy rules. And then, you know, of course, the freestyle guy wins the freestyle period. The Greco guy wins the other period for the most part. And I just thought it was cool that not only did you accept the challenge, but just dove right in and was like, all right, well, if I'm going to do it, then I'm going to do it. (laughs)
1: yeah that's I've always been known kind of for that um and I'm not gonna lie I tried getting some of the rule sets changed you know no leg locks uh just I wouldn't say to give myself an advantage but to maybe kind of level the playing field a little bit um they weren't going for it and kind of like we tell our athletes and we tell ourselves every day you know challenge yourself take risks yeah don't don't be afraid of you know going into uncharted waters or pushing yourself that next level so when they came back, they're like, oh, sorry, you know, not going to happen. I was like, whatever, let's just do it. Who cares about the weight? Who cares about the rules? Um, you know, I'll figure it out. Uh, I've done my whole life, had to figure out how to beat people, how to get better and how to do things. So it's fun to take on a new challenge, uh, you know, being retired for over a year now in wrestling. I know I'm not going to get back into wrestling. It's hard on the body. It's you're a special person for that, but, you know, get into a new sport that I'm somewhat familiar with and where I can be a student again is it's fun.
0: Yeah. So you said it a couple of times talking about being familiar with it. Like what all have you done? I mean, obviously everybody that follows wrestling knows you've been wrestling for a long time, but like how, how much have you been able to get into grappling?
1: So my brother was actually a pro fighter when I was in high school and kind of early stages of college. Uh, I would go up and, you know, Go to the grappling practices with him. Roll out with some of the guys up there. Um, you know, obviously Izzy Martinez is my was my coach uh, my whole career, all the way to college, and he's huge into the MMA world now. So it's not like it's an unchartered territory where I've never been to practices, never don't have any background into it. I'm not going to say I'm a master, you know, leg lock tactician like this guy is or anything like that. But I have an idea of positioning where I need to be, uh, ways to kind of prevent maybe or do a better job of taking care of myself and being ready to go out there and give myself a chance yeah
0: Um, i think the other thing i i picked up on that you mentioned uh was that the weight's obviously different so yes i i haven't actually been able to look too much into specifically Nikki ryan but what's what's the weight difference here
1: so he was 66 kilo Last year. Now they came back to me and goes, How's 170? I was like, You know what? Just make it no weight if we're going to go there. But uh, (laughs) they they put it at 170. You know, I'm not going to say I'm little anymore, but when I get in good shape, because I'm not going to come to this in out of shape, when I get back into good shape, I'm going to guess I'm around 150, 155. You know, him coming in at 170. So there's going to be a little bit of side advantage. But like I said, we're wrestlers. We're tough. Our, Our whole life, you know, practice. You don't practice and wrestle practice someone who's the exact same weight at you you know it's sometimes you're wrestling guys you're two or three four weight classes bigger than you so it's something that you we're used to and we deal with on a daily basis
0: yeah for sure um i mean have you have you talked to Nikki ryan at all
1: uh i sent him a message at first when they started coming out just like hey <laughs> let's do no leg locks i got four kids i gotta coach when i get back <laughs> if you catch me in something i don't need to blow out a knee uh, and I got no response back. But, uh, you know, I, I know there's that chance. And my my wife, my brothers, you know, people close to me, they're like, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Like, this dude, he's a he's a master at this. This is like me sending uh, one of my buddies or one of my good friends to go and wrestle you. I was like, yeah, I guess you could say that. But I don't think it is that, you know, we, we had grappling the base of wrestling. So yes, I need to be aware of leg locks. I could get caught in a leg lock in the first 30 seconds. And, you know, that'd be it. But you know, I'm not going to be embarrassed or, or ashamed by any of it. Like I said, it's, it's your first, you know, I'm jumping into this and anytime I jump into something, I want to do it against the best and, you know, see where I'm at or go out there and prove where I'm at.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, with that being said, like you, I think you kind of know what his game is, right? He's a master at those, the, the leg locks and all that kind of stuff. What, it, it's a 15 minute match, right? So you're either going to have to get the tap out or you're going to have to go all 15 minutes and, the judges decide. So, uh, don't, you don't have to give us obviously your game plan, right? But like, what are the things that, you know, you're keeping in the front of your mind or working on or anything like that?
1: Definitely, um, you know, just counters the leg locks because it's almost like wrestling. If someone's good at something, they're eventually going to get there at some point in the match and you got to be prepared for it. Uh, so working there, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of similarities in freestyle wrestling that there is to grappling. Uh, just with weight distribution, squeezing, where, where you want hands and positioning. Um, and that's already really translated to me pretty easy. The other things that I don't think people understand are some of the tricks in wrestling, though. Like, uh, I don't, you know, for me, I was always known for wearing people out. I think if I can go in there in that first, you know, two, three, four minutes, um, I know he's going to come out hard and right away go try to attack the legs and get you. But I think if I can start wearing on a little bit, You know, figuring out ways to pull on his head, covering his mouth, things that you wouldn't ever, you know, probably see from a normal grappler that we deal with on a daily basis in wrestling. You know, you get a front headlock with some of these guys, they cover your mouth and practice the whole time. It's uncomfortable. It's annoying. It takes your breath away. So we we have a lot of these little tricks um, that I think might translate pretty well over into it. Uh, it's also cool though for him he's coming into a little bit of uncharted waters too because like you said it's not like he's ever seen me grapple or knows a style or what to expect it's totally you know open to him
0: yeah yeah exactly um he has no idea what you're coming in with you got all kinds of videos and and information out there to to digest before you go in um a a question i kind of thought of when you were going through all that stuff is you know obviously you had is he growing up back in Illinois, what, you know, who are you training with now out in North Carolina? Uh,
1: Elevate MMA right now. It's, it's a gym up here. So Kenny actually runs, I think practices for wrestling with them, uh, you know, sometimes. Um, so I reached out to them was, when I knew this was probably going to, you know, take, take fold. And, uh, and now I go up there, I'm training. And it's, it's actually been pretty crazy since, you know, the release of this, I've had so many jujitsu people, like reach out to me saying, Hey, let me come down and train with you. Let me work on you with this. Let me work on you with that. You need to be ready for this. Um, I've also rolled around with uh, Dylan Dennis a little bit when I was up in New York city. So I've talked to him some, I've talked to Chow Sun some about it, you know, what their thoughts were before I took this. And then uh Izzy's got a guy who's one of the best in the world that might come up here and work with me for a week or so uh, just to kind of prepare for this.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And it's October 2nd. So what, like a little bit over a month,
1: I guess. Yeah, I got some time. I was yeah. told if I pushed it out six months, I, it'd be no issue that I'd have, you know, it'd be like legit, you can win. Um, but I think I can legit win in a month time. So we'll go from there.
0: Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so you're, you're training a little bit over here. Um, man, I mean, what about, you know, after this match, you know, no matter what happens, win, lose, whatever, um, is, are there any more grappling events in your future or, you know, is it just strictly coaching? Like, where are you going after that?
1: I, you know, I, I'm going to be, you know, coaching is always going to be my main focus, but I'll always be open to, you know, doing more of this grappling kind of events, matches. Like I said, it's a new, um, at first it was almost like a hobby, just starting to work out, stay in shape, and I think that's where a lot of grapplers kind of, they do it as a, an extra workout or to stay in shape. Cause it's not as demanding on the body. You're not physically slamming each other and, you know, yeah, you're throwing leg lock submissions, but there's a lot more time for you to rest, relax, um, you know, not run in, lift in 24 seven, like you have to for wrestling. Um, so it, was, it started more into a hobby to stay in shape. And then it turned into, man, I like this. I, I think I can have some fun with it. Um, so I think, uh, you know if there's more opportunities in the future i would definitely love to get some more of those in you know guys that are that are also around same weight same size whatever it may be um but you know the cool thing is and and i've told a lot of people there's if 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 i if i win in this it almost like blows up the whole grappling world <laughs> because there'd be someone who as they're saying has no experience coming in here and just all of a sudden you know taking out one of our best with little to no experience you know, if I lose, it was expected. Uh, but at the same time, it either way, you know, win or lose, your exposure for both sports, you're crossing over fans, um, you know, using the rash guards or whatever to kind of touch on some of the social issues going on in the world and just getting those that exposure out there. So it, it was. Oh,
0: I think I lost you.
1: Nope, oh, uh, you still here?
0: Yeah, I got you. Yep. Yeah, man. That's awesome. I saw the the singlet or the,
1: what is it called? What'd you call it again? They call them rash guards.
0: Rash guard. Yes. I, yeah. I haven't even got into it enough. I definitely got to do some, I got to watch some matches and stuff before it comes <laughs> up. Um, so I at least know what's going on. But uh, yeah, no, I saw your, you said rash guard. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. I saw that, man. That that looks pretty cool. And it looks like you, you posted it out there, had a couple, uh, you know, businesses or, different you know clubs and such on there and um you know who all who all's on there so far like you know what are your plans with with that
1: so right now um milwaukee tools obviously he's a big sponsor just of our program in general tarheel wrestling club uh vdr development which is one of my brother my brother's development company in chicago um elevate mma where i'm training that and then i I went with kind of a black base just because, you know, the social justice and issues going on right now, I wanted to represent that. And then um, I also chose the pride flag around the trim. Uh, That's been a big, you know, I've been really outspoken about that. I think that's a big issue, especially in combative sports, uh, that we need to show more inclusion too. So wanted to put that on there. I had a couple other people reach out to, you know, going to throw wrestle like a girl somewhere on there and maybe some, uh, S- some su- surprise sponsors on Mass day so i'm pretty excited about it
0: very cool yeah i had to throw my wrist like a girl shirt on i don't got a north carolina one so i gotta <laughs> gotta find somewhere to buy one i don't know what yeah. it is man but i can't find a good one around here
1: uh, <laughs> the but, student store we got some good ones there
0: all right yeah i'll have to make my way over there i've been shut down covid man i have not left yeah. this house um but yeah i mean you know i'm super excited to see your match. Um, I, I think it's really cool. Like you said, we've had a lot of these, like, you know, people transitioning over from different sports, you know, kind of crossing lines. It's been really fun to watch, but I, we haven't really had much of the other way, right. We haven't had a whole lot of wrestlers going into grappling. We've had
1: Yeah. You haven't had much of that, but you're never going to see a grappler going wrestling. It's not possible. Yeah. Um, and, there, and there's always that conversation of like, which sport's better wrestling or grappling what 's the better base and that 's kind of how this got started too. I was starting to see a lot of that and then you know just talking with some of the flow guys um, and i 'm not going to say like wrestling's tougher or wrestling's better, but I think you know a wrestler has a hundred percent better advantage you know crossing over into grappling than a grappler would going into a full wrestling match um, there's just it 's different you know in wrestling you can 't sit to your butt you can 't go to your back can't do those types of things where you can in grappling and you know set up maneuvers and techniques
0: yeah well I mean I obviously have never been talking no background or anything here but uh <clears throat> I, I will say that you know I'm a big UFC fan and at one point it was like all but one or two of the champs were wrestlers so you know, yeah
1: yeah
0: I'll go with wrestling as the base there um yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to see it, man, especially going into the grappling world. I think that's awesome. You're kind of the first person to really do that on one of these big cards.
1: Yeah, uh, and I think, I think more people are interested in the fact of what's going to happen afterwards. You know, there was always talk of me going into, like, MMA or, you know, mixed martial arts when I got done. Um, they always write those articles of who would be the best athletes to transition over. Now, I don't know if I'll ever go that route um just you know i got a family i got kids you don't you don't need to get punched in the face you know all the time for a living uh and i got a great you know i love coaching i love what i do here like i said this is one of those opportunities that popped up and you know if there's more room in the future it'll be fun things to do um but you know, it, like you said i've done some crossovers with you know henry when henry was in the ufc you know we're in that match and I, i've grabbed or once i've grappled you know, I've wrestled or competed in the MMA type of events, you know, with some of the best across the world.
0: Yeah. Hey, man. Well, like I said, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's great for the sport. I think it's really cool that, you know, during these, there, there's been a lot of good things that have come out of this situation we've been in. Like, obviously, COVID is awful, but, you know, there's been a lot of good things. And I think we've been able to shine light on a lot of, you know, social issues and, you know, cross lines in these sports and I think it's, there's been a lot of good stuff come out of it. So, um, I mean, I, I think we kind of got through all the questions that I had for you, um, but I, I got two more. So first, is there yeah. anything else that you want to say about the match coming up? You have predictions, like anything overall you want to say about it?
1: I'm just excited. Like I said, you know, I, the further the match goes, um, I think the better uh, chances or opportunities I, I will have. Um, if I can get on top and you know get side control and kind of hold them uh, in those areas, yeah, yes, there's an incentive to submit them. Uh, so I don't know if that if I'm actually going to get to that point, but I do know if it gets to a decision, there's a good chance. Um, just from control and mat control, I think I could have a, ch- a good shot there. Uh, but there's also that chance, you know, right away he comes out and catches you in something, and it could be over quick. Uh, And that's almost in any sport year. And you know, those risks, you know, those, those things that can happen, you got to prepare and get ready for the best.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, you know, the last thing that I wanted to ask and leave you on uh, or leave us on this note, um, I didn't have it listed or anything, but I heard, you know, obviously talking about your rash guard coming through uh, going through the interview, Um, you know, as far as the the social issues and everything goes, is there anything that you want to say about that or, you know, leave the fans with for that? Um, I yeah okay. i mean
1: the, the biggest thing i can say about that we talk about it as a department and as the family and that with our guys on a daily basis is, you know what's going on right now in the world and what's been going on for years is is not okay and it's it, we're, we're saying black lives matter because until they're treated the same as everyone else you know all lives can't matter and yes all lives matter and yes there are good cops and you know the, it's it's a tough situation to see you know, on a daily basis, your, your brothers, your sisters, your, your teammates. Um, I will never understand what some of my athletes go through and what they feel like on a daily basis because I'm not in their situation, but I'm gonna support them 100% and I'm gonna do as much as I can for them. Um, and the other thing I always say is it doesn't end, you know, human rights and injustices don't just end on race and, and gender, it ends on sex. There's sexual orientation there too. It can't just end at sexual orientation because um, uh, your religious point of view. You know, we're told everyone love everyone. You know, treat your neighbor like yourself. Uh, You gotta. Inclusion is huge, and we need to do a better job. Everyone needs to do a better job. You know, I need to do a better job, Um, and it starts with education. It starts with listening, and you know, really going forward and trying to change your views, or not change your views, but you know, make sure you have the right views and raising your family right and raising the kids you're, you're around right and your team and, and everyone who, that you influence on a daily basis.
0: Absolutely. It's a perfect way to say it. Uh, that's a good way to wrap it up. I, again, I really appreciate your time coach and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to October 2nd and uh, hopefully a turn your end submission.
1: All right, we'll see you.
0: All right, man. Thank you. Thank you.